بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد Among those people for whom Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made special dua of mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase his mercy, Allah shower his mercy and with the munasabat and the link of us being in the 10 days of mercy of Ramadan we are discussing the different a'mal that draw the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Rahimallahu walidan a'ana waladahu ala birrihi aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy may allah shower his mercy on that father and in the light of other riwayat we can even translate this as that parent so father or mother who assisted his child in in piety who assisted his child in the obedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala respected friends and elders this is a very, very unique quality. Many, most people have children and most people generally feel that the biggest favor they can do to their child is to show them how to earn a livelihood, which, is, which undoubtedly is a necessity and a need for living in this dunya, to be able to earn a livelihood. But that generally restricts the focus of the parents that the child must have the best of circular education and he must go to the best schools and thereafter university in accordance to their affordability. And that is the focus. Focus on the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is even more important. If you look in the lives of those before us, Imam Malik rahimahullah, his mother featured very, very prominently in his study life. His mother was the one who he says that when I reached of age of understanding, then my mother had given me a bath and she made me wear proper clothing and the imama. And she sent me to the majlis of my ustad, Rabi'atu, Rabi'atul Ra'i rahimahullah. Sufyan ibn, and then Imam Malik became Imam Malik. Imam Malik became a person whom thousands and millions of people have benefited from till this day and continue to benefit from. Sufyan ibn, Sufyan Thawri rahimahullah said also that he says, when I was starting my study, my mother told me that you go and acquire some ahadith, sit in the, in, in the dars of hadith and see if you are benefiting, see if you have it within you and I will support you. The mother is telling the son, that go and I will support you with my knitting and my sewing. And if you feel that you can continue, then carry on. But if you are going to be wasting your time, then don't waste my time also. And subhanallah, after that, Sufyan Thawri rahimahullah became a great imam of his time. A great muhaddith also, a great faqih also. And he became actually the main muhaddith in Kufa of his time, in Kufa in Iraq. And like this, throughout time we find examples of parents who had sacrificed to support their child in the days of study. My Ustad, Sheikh Awama Hafizahullah, mentions a unique incident of a Maliki scholar who was a son of a great Maliki scholar as well, Imam Ibn Sahnoon, Rahimahullah. He says that there was a student who was with Imam, this Imam, Rahimahullah, and the father came and the father mentioned to the Ustad, and then Shaykh Hafizahullah adds here, the father said, 
What a excellent father he was. He tells the Ustad that inni a'malu bi nafsi. I am I am going to earn the livelihood myself. I will work myself. But I will not distract my son from him seeking knowledge. He is now got the urge and he is sitting with his Ustad. I will not burden him to go and earn a livelihood. I will earn extra and I will support him. So Ibn Sahnun rahimahullah responded. And my Ustad Hafizahullah says, What an excellent Ustad he was. And how beautifully he said it. He says, Asha'arta anna amalaka hadha. Do you realize, he's telling the father, do you realize that this deed of yours, supporting your son in the search of knowledge of deen, is greater than al-hajju wal-ribatu wal-jihad. Is more rewarding in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than nafil hajj and nafil jihad. So huge and so great is the reward for supporting your child in his path of piety, in his path of obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the greatest thing a father can do for, his, for himself and his child. Because you will leave that child as, as thawab jariya. Father will be long gone from the dunya. And that child, if he is on the path of piety, then mashallah, the sadaqah jariya is flowing and will continue and continue to flow. My Ustad Hafizahullah speaks about this a lot, not necessarily addressing fathers, but addressing people who have the ability that adopt someone who you can support even after his formal days of study, so that his mind is free and he can continue in the path of ilm. Imam Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah was a great imam of his time. And we will need several majlises to sit and discuss the, the, the impeccable qualities Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed Imam Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah with. He was from Maru, <coughs> current day Iran, or current day this above Iran. So Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah was a wealthy person also and he was a great muhaddith of his time. And a mujahid used to go out in jihad of, in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he used to give a lot of nafil charity outside his hometown. His hometown was, was Maru. But a lot of his nafil charity was outside of, of Maru. <coughs> he used to also spend on the hujjaj, those going for hajj, etc. But in this particular incident that is reported, the people once then approached him and rebuked him. That, uh, oh Imam, the best place, normally we say best place to give charity, or charity starts at home. So you should be spending here locally. So Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah gave his reason why a lot of his money was going outside of his hometown. He says, Inni a'rifu unasan lahum fadlun wa sidqun. I know some people who are excellent people and are very sincere. Talabul haditha fa ahsanul talab. And they acquired hadith to a very high level. Yahtajun nasu ilayhim. People need them. People need their knowledge. People are in need of people, of, of ulama like this. Ihtaju, but these ulama that I know of outside our town are in difficult conditions. They also have needs to be supported. In taraktuhum ilmuhum. If I leave them, their knowledge will get lost. People will not benefit. The ummah will be at a loss. Wa in a'annahum bathu ilmahum. But with my assistance, they are now spreading their knowledge wherever they are. And ultimately, who is benefiting? The ummah at large is benefiting. 
So in a'annahum bathu ilmahum and this last part he mentions he says wala a'lamu ba'da nubuwwati afdal min bathil ilm he says after nubuwwat after being after prophethood after being a nabi i know of nothing greater than being chosen by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to spread knowledge so if my money is being used to assist people in being in spreading knowledge then that is the best avenue for that i can't be blamed why i'm not spending on people locally when i'm able to achieve such results outside my town Supporting your child, supporting your, your, your children in the path of obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not restricted to making them ulama. That is the ideal. And that is something we ought to be striving for. But there are people to this day, mashallah, even with their children going you know, through the entire schooling system, going to university, the father relocates from another town because my son will be going to university. He needs to be saved as much as possible from the bad environment there. Father relocated, comes and stays near the university so that the son can continue and then come sleep at home. So that the son can be under the guardianship of the father. And mashallah, the example I'm speaking about today, you can see that son, after qualifying also, is still reading his salat in the front saf. If you look at him, you think he's a hafiz or a alim of deen. This is with the effort of the father. He also, this is also an example of the father assisting the son in his path of obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us, respected friends and elders. If we don't make this the focus of our life, then see how far we can stray. I gave you an example of a father that relocated for the sake of his son going to university. There are people today who send their daughters to university. Firstly, the daughters going to even a university down the road is something we, we discourage. And that's a topic for another day. We need female professionals in many fields. It doesn't have to be a Muslim female. You need female doctors. If there's no female doctor, it is still permissible for your wife to go to a male doctor. It is permissible. Why should our daughters be sacrificed? Why should our daughters be compromised in that kind of an environment? Where everything is challenged. Everything that we stand for. Everything that we believe in is challenged in that, in, in that environment. The chastity being challenged is a separate issue altogether. The iman, the mentality, the way of thinking, the way of life is challenged. That is the fitna hub, respected friends and elders. Even when our sons are going, we have to make this effort to ensure that they are protected. Anyway, and we have people sending their daughters to universities a, a thousand kilometers away. A thousand kilometers away, living alone in some flat, sharing a flat with someone, or living in a dormitory, respected friends and elders, whatever the need, in my personal opinion, whatever the need of that family and that father, this never, never justifies and warrants that we'll send our daughters out. You may get that rants and sense later on. That also is not guaranteed. You may get it later on, but at what expense? At the expense of putting your child at such risk, this is absolutely unacceptable. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Allah give us tawfiq of making the adjustments, those of us who maybe are already, and we find ourselves in that kind of a situation. But we were speaking about the parent assisting the child in the path of obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By us sending our daughters like that, are we really assisting them in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When we leave this dunya, are they really going to be uh, the sadaqah jariya for us? There's no guarantee for that, respected friends and elders. And if they, if they do not 
you know, tread the path of piety, then we, are, we have a huge part, we play the huge part, and we are to blame in a, to, a, to a large extent and to a great extent for putting them on that path. The child we know looks up to the parents. The child can be fashioned like the parent wants the child to be fashioned as long as the, the parent makes that effort. The parent needs to make that effort as well and assist the child in his path of piety. And then mashallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show us the fruit. A topic like this I cannot discuss without remembering my beloved father rahimahullah. I would say that everything Allah give us all to feet except another meaning of this hadith also means that that Allah have mercy on that father who assisted the child in being obedient to him who assisted the child in being obedient to his father this is also a point the ulama make, that the father should not be so strict, should not make, 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 create hatred with his own children in his own home. Despite the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed the father with, he should also be considerate. He should be considerate towards his, towards his children. And not make life difficult. We hear today that Allah knows best how much is true and how much is false of parents putting jadu on their own children, parents being jealous of their own children. Respected friends and elders, that mindset is a shaitani mindset. It's not the mindset of deen. We have enough issues in our societies. But for us to reach a level where the parent can't see the child progressing, shows the rot shows the extent of, 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 of shaitaniyah that has crept into our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Many people who know us, many people who know myself, will, 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 will remember that there was hardly an occasion, hardly an occasion, when I was addicted to my father, that was not my doing, that was his doing. From a young age, he would ensure that we are with him. And he made it easy for us to be with him, to be there and, and offer some service, whatever weak service it may have been. But he made it easy. I'm sharing it with you, so you do the same.